Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is eating distracted, having that as a totally valid, wonderful option. So when we're in the food crazies and when we're really struggling with food, it tends to be either extreme or either we're trying to be 100% completely present and count how many times we're chewing and gauge our fullness and make sure we're not distracted and everything's perfect. Or it's the we're binging and we're numbed out so we're completely numb and distracted where we don't even know what we've eaten and we're eating, standing up really fast and we're just totally checked out. So it's either totally checked out or trying to be totally present. And the beautiful part of freedom is that it's this beautiful middle way where you can trust your body to let you know when you're hungry and when you're full and you can eat and do other things at the same time as a a busy life requires and you can be distracted when you eat and there's zero negative consequence of it where it's like, okay, I need to make this call. I need to have this conversation with my child and I need to think of what I'm prioritizing next and I'm eating because I'm hungry and I'm doing these other things. And then even when I'm distracted, I physically feel because you can trust your body. You can feel like, Hey, slow down. You're full. You don't want any more food. And it's like, Oh, cool. I'm full. And then take care of your dishes and you go on with your day. But it doesn't take this hyper vigilance of being present. And it doesn't mean that you're totally checked out and you have no idea what happened. And you've got to count the wrappers to see how many you ate. It's just this wonderful place where you can be distracted. You can eat distracted. You can do real life and you can trust that your body will let you know when it's time to eat, when it's time to stop. And it's just a non-issue. And freedom is being able to have success now. A lot of this pattern and struggle that we have with food and body is that we're in this waiting game of always delaying. It's, I'm going to start again on Monday. It's, I'm going to change everything once it's the first of the month. It's once January 1st comes around. This is going to be my year. And what's so dangerous about that pattern is when it's perpetuated, we're consistently putting off our lives and our freedom. So here's something that's really interesting. A lot of the people that come to us to get free we have a huge flood of people that always comes to us in the last quarter of the year. Think about that. It's the holiday season. It's as we're approaching the end of the year. It's people who are ready to break the old patterns. It's people who no longer wait until January. It's people who no longer throw away the last quarter of the year because, oh, everything's going to change come January 1st. It's the people who are already looking to break the pattern of the year that have the most success And it's incredible to see just how many people come to us in the last part of the year. So breaking that pattern of being able to have success now, what that does is it plays out into the rest of life where there isn't this waiting game of like, oh, as soon as things are perfect, as soon as it's the first of the month, it's when you decide on something and when you want your freedom, 
It gets to be now. You're breaking those old patterns, which is such a beautiful and important thing. And freedom is knowing that things are going to be steady through the holidays. So in this old struggle with food and body, what oftentimes happens is that as we approach different seasons, then one of them is usually that last quarter of the year. It's the travel, it's the holiday season, it's the lots of celebration with food, is that there's a lot of fear and anticipation around it. A lot of times there's, we're set up really for this binge season because we're about to go into a restrict season once it comes to the new year. And so there's this fluctuation up and down of a lot of weight gain and a lot of loss of control and a lot of feelings of like shame and I'm going to make up for it soon during that holiday season. And then we make these big declarations and start the cycle all over again when it comes to the new year, January season. So a beautiful part of freedom is that steadiness through the holidays of being like, you know what, I'm going to eat through the holidays like I eat all year long. It's with freedom, it's with calm, it's without regret. It's really from this place of peace, no matter what's around and no matter what time of the year it is. And that steadiness of being able to wear the same clothing every holiday season because we get that steadiness and being able to year around know that there aren't gonna be these ups and downs, but really this wonderful solid piece. And it's a beautiful part of freedom. And freedom is breaking the annual pattern. So we go in patterns and those patterns and those habits really keep us in this place of feeling trapped and feeling stuck and being in these cycles. So interrupting that pattern is a big part of freedom. How the annual pattern usually goes is we have these big declarations and we say, this is going to be our year and we're finally gonna have food freedom this year and we're finally gonna you know, feel good in our bodies and that starts in January. And what that is, is actually a ticking time bomb where a lot of times we are binging and falling off whatever promises we made to ourselves once it gets a little bit into the springtime. And then once we're approaching the summer again, then it's okay, more skin is gonna be showing and I feel so uncomfortable in my body, I have to do something about it. We go back into restriction. Then it's the travel of the summer. We are binging, we're feeling uncomfortable in our bodies. We're saying, okay, well, this is the summer and I'm just going to let things go, but then I'm really, once we get back into the routine of the fall, I'm gonna change things. Then we go back into the fall and we're like, all right, I'm gonna make the plan, we're in a routine, we go back into that pattern of restriction. Then we have the opposite backlash of that, which during the holiday season with foods and again, travel, then we go back into this binging, feeling out of control, all to have the other reaction of back in January. So the ups and downs of the year actually perpetuate each other. So breaking that annual pattern is a wonderful part of freedom because you get to have that steadiness all year round where you're not always in that panic or that reaction where you get to have that steadiness and peace all year long. And breaking those patterns that happen over the weeks, the days, the years is where real freedom lies. And freedom is having better resolutions. So oftentimes when we come to the new year and we're thinking about how we want this year to be different, then when we're in this struggle with food, oftentimes it's a really difficult time of defeat and hopelessness because we look at the new year and be like, okay, I'm gonna make the same resolution that I've made every year for the past 25 years or the past 40 years to finally fix this problem with food, to finally get this out of control. And it falls on us like a ton of bricks of, this is what I decided 
last year in January and the last year in January. And there's this deep sense of failure and a lot of times we'll go to more and more extremes, which can be very dangerous when it comes to those new years. So having higher quality resolutions is a beautiful aspect of freedom because instead of that defeat and let's pick ourselves up and start over again, we come to that place of it's done. Like this was the year that I ended this. This year, before the end of the year, I didn't wait until January, I decided that this was my year. And for a lot of our clients, it's in a matter of weeks that they're seeing that freedom. And so they get in there, they get the result of what actually works, and they get to come to a January where they can look at other resolutions, where it's like, you finally checked one of the most important boxes in your life. <laughs> and you see that you have food freedom, you have peace in your body, you've done it in a predictable way where you know that you can have that solidness for the rest of your life, that it is a predictable and permanent freedom. And this world opens up to you where it's like, okay, what's next? Now that I can actually do something else, now that I can actually have goals that aren't always about the same area of my life, what do I want to be working on this year? And to have that evolve from year to year, because you get to grow and be in that hope and excitement instead of that defeat. And freedom is no more eggshell chats. So let's talk about eggshell chats. It's the conversation where everyone around you is walking on eggshells because they don't know what you're doing with food right now. This especially comes up when we travel, when we see family, where other people are cooking for us, where they know that what we, what our plan is, what we're not eating, what we are eating, the macros that we're balancing, the diet that we're doing, it's constantly changing because diets set us up for failure. And so it's the failure to failure to failure. And there's always like, oh, well, here's the new thing. Here's the new hope that I'm, that I'm grappling with, even though it's the same structure. And we do know in the back of our minds, like, ah, this didn't work last time, but it's the repackaging of the diet industry, right? So there are these conversations on eggshells where it's like, well, I was going to make this and can you have it? Or what are you eating now? And there's a lot of stress over being able to cater to our specific needs with food because we're always that, that outlier where it's like, there are some people that can just enjoy and be relaxed. And then there are some people like the ones of us that struggle with food where everything is a big deal and it's hard to relax and it's hard to know how to support us in being okay with food. And this oftentimes will come up around, let's say the holidays where somebody has to check in and we're known for that. We're known for being the person that's difficult when it comes to food. So one beautiful aspect of freedom is that those conversations don't, don't need to be had anymore. It's a really beautiful celebration that we just see over and over in our community and with our clients where you go and you approach the same people that are walking on eggshells and wondering what they need to do and wondering what you're doing now with food and not sure how to ask you. And they ask you and you just get to answer, I'm good. Make whatever you want. Thanks for cooking. Thanks for hosting us. And just this relief of everyone around us of like, oh, they're okay. That's not a big deal anymore. And it's a beautiful and bonding aspect of freedom. And freedom is celebrating food traditions. Food is 
way more than just food. Food is culture and food is memory and food is creating these beautiful moments where we're literally like breaking bread with each other. And a lot of tradition that's passed down and a big part of how we connect to our family or our grandmother or grandfather that's no longer here is with the traditions that get passed down with food. And one sadness about being in the struggle with food and body is we can be the link of the chain that breaks those traditions forever because it's grandmother passed to mother and then daughter who really struggles with food and stopped creating those traditions or stopped passing on those recipes or, you know, a, a grandfather to a father to a son or however that gets passed down. Those of us who have this struggle with food, a lot of times those food traditions aren't on our diet, aren't the foods that, that although they feel warm and comforting in memory, they start feeling like an enemy when it comes to us being able to be in control because it's like, well, I ate a little bit of that and then I was out of control and I can never eat that again and I can't make that for anyone else or I can't pass that on. So a beautiful aspect of freedom that we just see celebrated so often is someone bringing back those traditions where it's, we're going to cook this together. We're going to make a memory. It's the seeing our children create these memories, having that legacy of someone who continued to pass down the, the warmness and the joy of those recipes of those meals that we've had together and being able to pass on those food traditions and celebrate those as part of tradition is such a wonderful aspect of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!